Word is Japan's going away from the dollar as well. Because they already see the light. They're going to stay in Asia and join the gold-backed currency, or they're going to completely collapse. Japan relies on 99% of its fuel brought in from else or other sources from elsewhere daily. Taiwan also 98% of all fuels into Taiwan come from outside. So you're either going to join and use the currency to buy those fuels, or you're going to have no fuel for your country. That is a hard choice for a lot of leaders that have been pledging their allegiance to the United States for the last 70 or 80 years. To pull away from that, then what? Are we going to start a war with Japan because they want to go away from the dollar? Are we going to try to start a color revolution in Japan because they want to get over on the gold-backed currency right with their neighbor, China? And welcome back for the second segment here, Mini Ice Age Conversations, live on Brighteon TV. Just before the break, I was talking about the Shanghai Cooperation Organization and that being the glue to hold together the movement and transition of the global economy into what is termed the BRICS currency. Now, this will come up with a new name, obviously. But right now, the term that it's given, the cooperation agreements in countries that have come under this umbrella, Countries are pledging their natural resources as backing collateral to join the organization. Everything pivots on the Shanghai Cooperation Organization. Before it was a pact for security, just like NATO would be or something similar. But you start to see the heavy hitters and how many natural resources are just in this small collection right here from Russia to India, Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, Iran, and China, the amount of resources there is vast. They've set it up now. China is going to clear for everybody, but it'll be convertible to gold. And they're going to deposit gold in different repositories around the member nations here. So the Shanghai Cooperation Organization is basically gold-holding countries for uh, settlements that can be converted into resources or metals, and those can be repatriated to different nations. Now, if we look at this map, it's a little uh, colorful here. But the change that's startling is what has transitioned from an observer into now application full membership. It's pretty much every one of these. It should all just be uh, blue at this point. The partners and those under membership application includes every single one of these, including now Saudi Arabia. So look at the vast of this map. And notice another thing. Grand solar minimums cool global temperatures approximately 2 degrees Celsius. But an enormous amount of these are sitting in what they call Goldilocks zones, where agriculture will not be as heavily affected. Northern Russia, but they don't really grow that many crops in northern Russia. Ukraine is one of the largest bread baskets on the planet, along with Kazakhstan. When you start to look at see these microclimates between the Aegean Sea the Black Sea, the Caspian Sea, like these are all, you know, regions that have been fertile for 8,000 years. And now a quick word from C60 EVO. With spring around the corner, it's a good time to stock up on C60 EVO's breakthrough anti-aging products. Treat yourself, your skin, mental focus, and deeper sleep to C60 EVO organic edible oils, skin serums, and hair renewal. Using Nobel Prize winning science, 
Their lab manufactures and delivers pure C60, ESS60, the cleanest and most potent C60 products you'll find anywhere. Healthy food, clean water, exercise, and C60 EVO are your best defense for radiant health and longevity. Old dogs can learn new tricks. Cats love it too. Everyone benefits from C60 EVO. Enjoy 15 to 20% off your order for subscriptions and collection sets. Also, use the special code ADAPT2030 to take 10% off your order at checkout. I've used these products. I do believe in them. Also, feeling is believing, and they've got you covered. C60EVO.com forward slash ADAPT2030. Click on that link in the description box below. And now on with the video. Especially when we come down through India, Afghanistan, Iran, which is receiving an enormous amount of rainfall, again showing a pattern shift on a multi-thousand-year cycle on a natural shift back to a more, uh, let's say, wet environment away from the desert conditions. So it won't take too much longer, and you'll start to notice a huge amount of potential coming out of these areas for agriculture, especially down near the equator and those that are in uh, latitudes that have an enormous amount of sunshine that temperatures reach, you know, 100 degrees Fahrenheit each day. Two degrees Celsius drop on that, big whoop, it's just 96 Fahrenheit. Your crops are still going to grow. The map in the one, now, now it connects in with this, that previous map of the Shanghai Cooperation Organization. All those member states are going to come in and join. But how do you facilitate trade between them all? The, the Belt and Road Initiative. That was the whole reason it was set up. And you start to see, well, economies and the rare earth resources, and look at that stretching all the way down to southern parts of Africa, which it didn't. It pretty much encapsulates anybody that's not going to use U.S. dollars. And the scary thing is, 142 to 147 countries have already pledged to go away from dollars and only use a BRICS currency for settlements as we speak. But if we do go back to that map, by the barrel of a gun, many of these countries have been forced to use dollars. How many countries have we removed the leaders from power because they wanted to start their own gold-backed currencies or go away from the dollar? Saddam Hussein wanted to start it to his oil sales in euros. Gaddafi wanted to start an actual backed gold-backed currency for the African Union. Syria. Everybody wanted to move away from the dollar, and they were overthrown. Iran still is not under central bank control, nor is North Korea. And what, what's the state of these two countries? They wouldn't play games. They wouldn't play ball. And they had to be taken out or try to be. The amount of damage that America has done in the last century and the amount of death and destruction, overthrowing of governments, toppling currencies themselves, I could see why nobody wants to use the dollar if they don't have to. They're still angry from the last hundred years of pillaging and marauding. So given a second choice, I would move away as well. I would. I would not even be a hoven. I would... I would Pray on high that the country would collapse because of the damage they did around the planet. you got to look at it from their eyes. Don't feel like, oh, poor me. Go to old, poor, bombed-out village and city and, and millions dead across that particular region of any country. Name the hundreds on the planet. They're moving away because they're, they, they don't need America anymore. They're self-autonomous now without the United States. And without the barrel of the gun pointing at them, all that money's coming back here. So get ready for it. 
Things that might cost you dollars now will cost you hundreds of dollars for the same thing. In short order. Now what that time frame is, still trying to work it out. The Everything I'm explaining to you about the change of the currencies and all, that's happening in two weeks. Two weeks. Two. From the member nations and everybody suddenly swinging over on a pendulum to all join the BRICS. Two weeks. This is Sandman 2.0 playing out in slow motion. So all these, we're up to 147. So you got to realize the Belt and Road's not really just a single like rail track or just one sea route. It's a series of economic corridors that all tie together. And the cooperation between these corridors allows the efficient movement of goods to nations that won't be able to produce during these changes in uh, temperate environments that allow you to plant and harvest on a certain date. That's going to be thrown out the window for a while. So whoever can grow the food, then they can on-trade for something else that they might not have the factories for. They're going to just trade it off one-to-one. That's the whole thing that was set up. It's a resource-backed currency, meaning that a nation can settle in corn for steel as a one-to-one. They don't need to use and go through the intermediaries of a dollar. They can actually trade their own resource for another resource. Kind of like cryptocurrency, but in a physical form. They're swapping. without. The U.S. in the middle and everything else beyond the natural resources will have gold. If they decide to go into a monetary instrument for settlement on that, it's going to be convertible into gold as a settlement instrument. So now that gives wide choices, wide choices. OPEC is all going bricks. Even Saudi Arabia is moving away from the dollar. So these nations are going to pledge their oil directly for whatever need that they have, whether it be fertilizer, farming equipment, irrigation equipment. There's a million needs, building materials, construction, highways, dams, whatever. Hydro generators, convertible one-to-one. We don't need the dollar anymore. We'll just trade directly for the nation that could supply that, and they need the oil, and we'll just swap it. Forget the dollar. Bye-bye. So you start to see all these nations that are here joining on top. And this is the one. This is the kingpin, the linchpin right here that just pulled the status out of the dollar this week. This week, Saudi Arabia is now joining, and the yellow along with Egypt. So the the peace broker deal between Saudi Arabia, Iraq, and also Iran was done by the Chinese outside U.S. control. The U.S. had zero to do with that. Word is on the street here, for a better term. Uh, The U.S. occupation in Syria and the theft of oil is about to stop. They're going to set up a coalition to go in and remove the Americans out of Syria. So once you get all these periphery nations combining now with their militaries and their economic cooperation, they're just going to stomp on the U.S. We're going to run out of money, which is literally going to hyperinflate. How are you going to pay for the materials? You need supply chains to do that. You need to pay the soldiers. You need to pay for all the logistics and everything into that war effort. How is America going to sustain that? They can't. It'll be just like England. will be a sunset in the history of the of the world's superpowers. Because if you look, this is another real interesting one here. If you look at the United States and the Eurozone itself, it's less in total dollar value than just China trading with Saudi Arabia alone. Yellow and blue equals one, and red equals one. But China is now taking the breadbasket share of trade with And also, they're building a new petrochemical facility to be able to crack the oil into chemicals and refined fuels. And see, that was the thing that 
America did to Saudi Arabia was not allow them to build any refineries of mass scale that could actually do level what we have. Like think about Louisiana and these areas where there's massive refining across the coastal areas in the Gulf. They wanted to take the oil out, refine it ourselves, then resell back in refined product. Yeah, there is some refining, but it's not to the level that it's going to go to where Saudi Arabia will be the largest oil producer and refiner on the planet for petrochemicals, farm chemical inputs, and regular gasoline, diesels, motor fuels, etc. That was not allowed under the current agreement. They were allowed to do for themselves. That's it. Now China's going to say, you know what, you're right in the middle. We need all those refined products going both ways through the Belt and Road. Why don't we set up everything here? You and Iran, you're going to produce all the chemicals and refine everything for the world's needs right here at home without the dollar. And that's where it starts to get scary is our access to fuels are going to be very, very limited. If you thought the 1970s was bad, we're going to have to rethink a lot of things here. Strategic petroleum reserves have been sold off, have left us so blindsided and so vulnerable. How long is it going to take to get our oil drilling back up and that oil pumped? Pipeline back into our own refineries for American needs when we get cut off from the access to oils from nations afar. That's happening as we speak, not in the future, right this second. That's the scariest thing. They're not talking about it on the news. They're still trying to blame somebody over there for the for the woes. They're not really focusing on the elephant in the room. China and Brazil have just struck an agreement where China will clear for Brazil all transactions, no more dollar usage out of Brazil. Now, how quickly they can wind up the trades that are set in dollars right now. They're going to start dumping anything denominated in dollars. That's all coming home. They're going to unwind all investments that are priced in dollars. Brazil is going to divest 100%. That's the level it's going to. I'm just wondering what India will do. Because ASEAN, which is the trading bloc in Asia, you might think about the European Union, all those countries together as a, as a unified bloc. Look at ASEAN also going to uh, go away from the dollar, not to the extent that Brazil will, but they are definitely divesting day by day now, again, to China. China is going to facilitate or what they call clearing for these uh, in other countries involved in Asia. And they're smaller nations. you got to think about the Southeast Asian trading bloc nations. Smaller economies, but, you know, still regional powerhouses. Indonesia's giant. Philippines. Although they're letting America build more military bases there, so I think they're still going to try to stay around on the dollar. Word is Japan's going away from the dollar as well. Because they already see the light. They're going to stay in Asia and join the gold-backed currency, or they're going to completely collapse. Japan relies on 99% of its fuel brought in from else or other sources from elsewhere daily. Taiwan also, 98% of all fuels into Taiwan come from outside. So. You're either going to join and use the currency to buy those fuels, or you're going to have no fuel for your country. That is a hard choice for a lot of leaders that have been pledging their allegiance to the United States for the last 70 or 80 years. To pull away from that, then what? Are we going to start a war with Japan because they want to go away from the dollar? Are we going to try to start a color revolution in Japan because they want to get over on the gold-backed currency right with their neighbor, China? It's a mixed-up world we're heading into. truly is. And here, left side, 40 African nations all came together in a huge trade delegation. Biggest one ever, ever. 
for Africa, and they landed right in Moscow and said, we all want to play. Look at Africa, huge continent. We're going to pledge all of our resources in Africa to your new back currency. We're going to join the BRICS, and all of the resources of Africa are yours. America's not welcome. You're going to have to go through the gold-backed currency to now get African resources. And apparently, again, with this military pact, if you will, uh, anything that has a stranglehold or a you know foothold in Africa, an American base, uh, American dictators that were put in power are going to be removed and replaced with those that will facilitate trade for the new uh, Belt and Road Initiative. When they, say, when they talk about a global war, it's not really what you think a big couple nukes coming dropping on down here. It's about removing every single foothold of power from America across the entire planet, inch by inch, leader and despot, dictator by dictator is the way they're going to take it. Removing the ability to purchase and have access to rare earth minerals and anything that allows our industries to function. But we don't have industry in America anymore. So small, my, you know, minute, minuscule compared to what it was in the 60s when we were a powerhouse of the planet. This is truly the end of the dollar that we're witnessing here. In, in real, I wouldn't even say slow motion. It is so fast, it's mind-numbing to try to even keep up. And then in a single day, you have to realize Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, Egypt, Algeria, Argentina, Mexico, Nigeria all said we want to join also in one day. They all came together where you want to go to. They understand that if you're not in this new trading block, your nation has zero chance of surviving outside of this new pledged resource slash precious metals backed currency. The changes that are afoot here for crop production losses are driving all of this. And and I really am sit back and blown back in my chair sometimes with this catastrophic ozone depletion event that's about to unfold, say, mid-July, early August, word will be out on the street and you'll understand this bit of it, at least I did, much more clearly when you realize that the southern part of the world is not going to be able to grow anywhere remotely close to what they're growing now. It's going to be reduced probably 30, 35%. We're going to have to cut that right off. Okay, but then you're going to need to cut that out of the totals that we started the show with. That's the whole thing. It might have trickled along with grabbing into the carryover stocks for the last three years. But this year, we're running into a... It's hard to even explain how much damage that UVB radiation hitting the ground across the entire southern hemisphere is going to do to the crop production. Definitely diminished. So now we're going to have to dig in. You know, instead of being 2 million or 5 million tons, they're going to have to dig in 50, 60 million tons. And that'll just leave us three years of food left. At that point, then once you grow is what you get, that realization of, oh, you're not going to be able to feed, a full third of the planet won't be fed. As long as that 10-year, 12-year cycle continues. Now, we don't have 12 years to hang out and wait for food production to increase. This is onsetting and has onset right around 2020. Change of the economy, the world shifted. China's already starting with the trade over in France of all places. Is America going to invade France now because they used the petro yuan to, to clear for LNG trade? Oh, we're going to go invade France. They used the, they used the new UN BRICS currency to buy natural gas, not dollar, not euro. And again, it, it, you'd have to leave it up to World Economic Forum. They're calling for a world digital currency, the ESDR, which is a special drawing rights. So the 
Right now, the World Economic Forum is in tandem with the Bank for International Settlements calling for a global digital currency, one world global digital currency, which will be the, what will be the base layer. And central banks can then issue their own central bank digital currencies on top of that. But it all brings us back into more control because once everything does go digital, even if we were in a BRICS nation, it would still tightly control what you could buy with that money. And see, so, you know, EU is pushing criminalization of physical cash. The war on cash is everywhere, all encompassing. And as we've seen, the bank runs, you know, they're blaming the citizens. They're blaming you and me, the depositor, for pulling our money out because we know that a bank's insolvent based on a, a Twitter and a Reddit post at somebody who said, hey, this bank doesn't have enough money. And the smart people will go, gee, I'm going to pull my money out. What now they're saying, because everything's electronic and can do it so much faster, that a bank collapse will happen in one or two days. That'll be the new norm, that they have to limit your ability to transfer money. So there is capital controls coming as we speak. It just hit the floor of Congress this week to talk about limiting the amount of money that you will be able to take out or transact with or move to a different institution. You're going to be locked in the house there. You're going to have to play with your money. You'll be able to use uh, credit cards and pay the interest on those. So vendors, you know, like Mike Adams was talking about, a million-dollar invoice, well, how is he going to pay that? Half-million-dollar invoice, what, are you going to, what if you're capital controlled to $5,000 a day? What are you going to spend, 200 days to pay an invoice? It's ridiculous. But the limit of movement of your own personal monies around is, is going to be curtailed. That's what, you know, this is in conjunction with the dollar hyperinflation event that's about to hit us. And if you look down at this list here, this is from Lynette Zhang. Thanks, Lynette, for putting this out for me to use. Uh, you'll see that the asset growth in the riskiest of banks, and if you look at these top several there, Western Alliance Banks, SVB, which was Silicon Valley Bank, and then with Signature Bank, all have collapsed so far. But look, they were rolling over in the 200 to 300% growth in assets. Well, they got those at 0%. And they're going to need to sell them off at a loss. So I'm looking at the next other banks, Truist, that should fail. Uh, Valley National, that should have a bank run pretty soon. Webster Financial, if you're in that 200%, caution. Danger Will Robinson. JP Morgan wants to put biometrics in when you use their services or when you want to use payments at all, even on your Venmo app or whatever. You're going to have to use Palm and face identification. Use uh, anything in a JP Morgan banking service sector. But if we go back here, gee, way at the bottom, they're the most stable, too big to fail. Oh, I mean, systemically important banks. They switched the lexicon from 2008. Let's talk about a solution for the last minute here. And the homeowners association is going crazy around right now. There's been an ongoing homeowners association onslaught to get everybody who has backyard chickens, remove them, or we're going to steal your house and lean your house and have the police come in. Quail is an alternative to that. Eggs are a little smaller. You can see that the birds don't take up much space, and they have a beautiful sound, apparently. It's the most beautiful sound birds can make. Apparently, it's in like the top um, top 10 best-sounding birds. Very small footprint. And homeowners associations could not tell you that you can't have quail. But to end, an evil man will burn down his own nation to rule over the ashes on the ground. Welcome to 2023.